Good morning and welcome to the Sunday School lesson for today, Spring Quarter 2021, Unit Number 3, Courageous Prophets of Change. This will be Lesson Number 11 for May 16, 2021. We had received a copy of um, a, um, a possible Sunday School lesson from Ms. Howard. Uh, she was telling me that about the uh, uh, possibly uh, increasing the volume, but I was not able to open it. Um, she used the format on iCloud, uh, so uh, I have not been able to. I also shared it to the Sunday School uh, message page. Uh, I sent a copy to uh, my daughter, Miss uh, Howard, um, but I haven't got back, heard back from anybody as of uh, 7 o'clock this morning. Um, well, 15 minutes to 7, so I'm going to go ahead and um, do the Sunday School lesson that in, the, in the manner which I was normally doing, and um, perhaps um, before the day is out or before the week is out, we'll be able to work out the um, uh, kinks and uh, how to get uh, the uh, platform of iCloud uploaded and uh, make it available for Sunday School. But uh, By the way, Thank you all for your support. Let us go to the throne. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our day bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Antioch Missionary Baptist Church, 45 Church Street, Peter Montana Springs, Alabama, 36471. Telephone number 251-564-2171. The church where everybody is somebody and Christ is the head. Reverend William Oliver is our pastor. Sister Joyce Oliver is our first lady. Miss Lisa Starvis is our clerk. We usually have Sunday school services every Sunday morning at 9 a.m., but since the COVID has been, we have been doing as many churches have been doing broadcasting over the internet as well as over our Antioch Number One Baptist Church Facebook page. Our worship service is second, fourth, and fifth Sundays at eleven AM. Instead we have been doing them at eight thirty AM uh, in the parking lot uh, with Pastor Oliver bringing you the message from the front steps uh, door of the church and uh, our musician Mr. Corey Robinson um, broadcasting. The consequences of giving challenging advice is the big subject for today. The key verse come from Jeremiah, said unto Zedekiah, If I declare it unto thee, wilt thou not surely put me to death? And if I give thee counsel, wilt thou not hearken unto me? Jeremiah 38, chapter 15, verse. As a result of this lesson, um, the participants should be able to do these things. Identify Jeremiah's hesitation to give controversial advice to Zedekiah. Since Jeremiah's pre- apprehension was taken to Zedekiah, uh, commit to giving challenging godly advice. The key terms for today are Babylonians, which is a Hebrew word, inhabitants of the region of South Babylon, or Chaldea, who led the conquest to capture of Judea. Counsel, Hebrew, to advise. All right. Why this lesson matters? No one necessarily wants to be the bearer of bad news. How can we find courage to speak when what we have said is likely to cause controversy or hard feelings? Jeremiah discussed his concerns with 
King Jezekiah and confidently delivered a message from God. The lesson in focus. The lesson in focus. The scripture bears witness that God's people reject the prophet. He sent to warn them of judgment and call them to repentance. Without exception, God's prophets was spoke boldly despite difficulty and dangerous consequences. Even when the people rejected them and turned a deaf ear to their message, God's prophets remained obedient to God's instruction and true to their assignment. When Ezekiel lost his wife, God required that he not mourn her death to demonstrate God's lack of pity for his rebellious people. You can see this in Ezekiel 24, chapter 15 to 27, verse. Hosea was commanded to marry a prostitute to demonstrate God's love for his wayward, idolatrous people. See Hosea 1 and 2. Because of his faithful commitment to prayer, Daniel was thrown into a den of lions and delivered by God. You can see this in Daniel 6 and 12. Jeremiah endured imprisonment and physical abuse at the hands of those who rejected his message from God. The prophet endures many personal sacrifices and moments of emotional stress as they boldly spoke God's word to a rebellious people who no longer fear God. Yet God's prophet refused to compromise on or alter their message to please people or to save their own lives, often choosing personal punishment over spiritual compromise. Those with the courage to stand boldly on God's word may be ridiculed, ostracized, or threatened with harm. Those with courage to stand for God without compromise share the brave company of the prophets, the apostles, and Jesus Christ, the one who willingly gave his life to fulfill the word of God. What are you willing to do to give out uh Powerful message of challenge and advice. The consequences of giving challenge and advice. Jeremiah was called and commissioned to minister primarily to the southern kingdom of Judah during the reign of Judah's last five kings, beginning with godly Josiah, ending with the immoral and indecisive Zedekiah. Jeremiah was a priest and a prophet who repeatedly appealed to his countrymen to repent and escape God's coming judgment. When Judah had finally rejected Jeremiah's message, an invasion was upon them. Jeremiah pleaded with Zedekiah to surrender to the Babylonians instead of resisting. God had told Jeremiah that surrender was the only way to prevent the total destruction of Jerusalem and to spare the king's family. The civil, the civil and religious leaders rejected the prophet's appeal for surrender and accused him of being a traitor. Jeremiah was in prison. You can see this in Jeremiah 37, chapter verses 1 through 16, and later put into dry <clears throat> cistern. You see Jeremiah 38, chapter verses 1 through 6. During the final days of the Babylonian siege, this week's lesson highlights the third time that Zedekiah called for Jeremiah's supporters to receive God's direct counsel concerning Judah's flight. <clears throat> An opening inquiry for you. How many times would you repent the same message, repeat the same message to someone who continues to ignore you while still asking for your advice? How do you explain Jeremiah's hesitation to counsel Zedekiah? Did Zedekiah have any ulterior motive, ulterior motive, summoning Jeremiah a third time? 
How is God's grace illustrated in Jeremiah's final meeting with Zedekiah? God is patient. God is love. He keeps telling us and giving us chances over and over and over again. Insights. Jeremiah ministered as a prophet. Vivid illustrates that often serious consequences for boldly speaking God's word. Conduct is a personal reality. Check to determine your willingness to speak with truth at the risk of suffering negative consequences. Would you risk being imprisoned for speaking God's word? Would you? The question is, would you risk being imprisoned for speaking God's word? Are you willing to offend friends or upset family relationships? Are you or our congregation willing to lose members? Are you committed enough to continue to serve uh, minister, even when you have been misunderstood, mistreated, for refusing to compromise God's word. Jeremiah had a close relationship with God that strengthened him to complete his prophetic assignment. As you grow in your relationship with God, pray that God will give you deeply convictions and greater courage to speak and stand for truth, despite the consequences. All right, let's unpack the contents of this lesson by making it relevant to lives in, in your life today. What are you doing today for Christ that is putting your life in jeopardy? We have at times in which believers and unbelievers alike more likely to do what feels good than to obey God. How about that? Are you doing what God tells you to do right this moment? In this climate, believers who take an up unpopular biblical stand often experience ridicule or negative consequences even within the church even within the church ladies and gentlemen have the class name a common practice in our culture that needs to be challenged by the world's word of God homosexuality lesbianism gay uh, gambling um, uh, all kinds of things that are taking place in the world that will get you put upon by those who do not want to hear the truth. Um, the Word of God. Let the students suggest ways that believers can stand for God in the midst of cultures that often resist godly truth. Powerful words for you here on um, the opening minutes of the lesson. Additional information for the teacher. Commentary on, on Jeremiah 38, chapter 14 through the 16th verse. Then Zedekiah the king sent and took Jeremiah the prophet to him, the third entry that is in the house of the Lord. And the king said unto Jeremiah, I will ask thee a thing, hide nothing from me. Then Jeremiah said unto Zedekiah, If I declare unto thee, thou wilt thou not surely put me to death? And if I give thee the counsel, wilt thou not hearken unto me? So Zedekiah the king swore secretly unto Jeremiah, saying, As the Lord liveth, that made us this soul, I will put thee to death. Neither will I give thee into the hands of them that seek my life. Let me read that again. So Zedekiah the king was king swore secretly <clears throat> unto Jeremiah, saying, As the Lord liveth, that made us this soul, 
I will not put thee to death, neither will I give thee unto the hands of these men that seek thy life. The next, the text appears to record Zedekiah's last meeting with Jeremiah before Jerusalem completely fell to Babylonian. The king sent for a prophet and met with him in secret. Zedekiah told Jeremiah that he was going to ask him something and did not want him to hold anything back. Based on his previous experiences with the king, Jeremiah raised two objections to Zedekiah's request. Verse 15, the first one, If he gave the king a message he did not want to hear, there was no guarantee that Zedekiah would not order his death. Second, Jeremiah said that, Second, Jeremiah said that any counsel he gave would, would, gave would be wasted because the king was not going to listen to him anyway. Zedekiah answered the first objection, but not the second. He promised that he would not personally uh, kill Jeremiah or nor hand him over to those who were seeking his life. That's in verse 16. Zedekiah made no promise to heed the message he required. Jeremiah's response was reasonable and practical based on his past experiences with the king of Zedekiah. Sometimes fear is a reasonable response to reality rather than a lack of faith. Zedekiah had repeatedly ignored the word of the Lord that Jeremiah had um, Jeremiah had delivered to him. Despite his history with the king, Jeremiah agreed to tell Zedekiah what the Lord had said in exchange for the king's promise to spare his life. What is the right way and the wrong way to handle rejection for speaking God's truth? The right way is to go in Jesus' name, stand on Jesus' word, do it in faith. If God says he'll take care of you, he'll take care of you. How do you handle a situation which people are making light of God's word? What do you do when they're making light of the word, disregarding it, disrespecting it? That's still happening today, you know. All right. Let's go to Jeremiah, the 38th chapter, verses 17 through 18. Now, then said Jeremiah unto Zedekiah, Thus said the Lord, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, If thou surely go forth unto the king of Babylon, prince, then thy soul shall live, and this city shall not be burned with fire, and thou shalt live in thine house. But if thou wilt not go forth to the king of Babylon, princes, then shall this city be given unto the land of the Chaldeans, and they shall burn it with fire, and thou shalt not escape out of their hand. God is telling them, through the prophet, to obey. Do what they say do. But they are rebelling, and they're not going to do what they're being told to do. So they are putting themselves at risk of danger. God's telling them what's going to happen. Go with them. If you don't go with them, you're going to die. Simple as that. God's instructions are clear. 
But if thou wilt not go forth to the king of Babylon prison, then shall the city be given unto the land of Chaldeans, and they shall burn it with fire, and thou shalt not escape out of their hands. Is that not clear? That is clear. In desperation, Jezekiah asked Jeremiah for a word from God, likely hoping that a new question would bring a different answer. God's word for Jezekiah had not changed. God had given Jezekiah two choices. If he surrendered to the Babylonians, their life would be spared. Guess what the second one is? The city would not be burned. The families would survive. Verse 17, if Jezekiah refused to surrender when the city would be burned and would be captured by Babylonians. Babylonians. Jeremiah did not compromise the word of God. He gave it to him straight as it was. This is your choice. One to the right, one to the left. How about that? Absolutely clear. Jeremiah did not compromise the word of the Lord and delivered it just as he had been instructed. Even at Zedekiah's words to spare his life, there was still the possibility of betrayal of his inability to protect him. Despite these possibilities, Jeremiah stood on the word of God. Stood on the word of God. How about you? What are, wh- wh- who, who word are you standing on? What are you standing on? Are you standing on the world's word? Are you standing on the uh, that you're going to be protected by the U.S. Army or some kind of government or policeman? Rely on Jesus Christ, God Almighty, your creator, to protect you. He said that he would, and he will. Let's look at um, Jeremiah 38, chapter 19 through the 23rd verse. And Zedekiah the king said unto Jeremiah, I am afraid of the Jews that are fallen in the Chaldean, lest they deliver me into their hands. And they took me. But Jeremiah said, They shall not deliver thee. But Jeremiah said, They shall not deliver thee. Obey, I beseech thee the voice of the Lord, which I speak unto thee, and it shall be well unto thee, and your soul shall live. He's plainly telling them what the consequences are of obeying God and the consequences of disobeying God. How clear can that be to you on this May 16 morning in 2021? Obey Christ. God's word and live. Disobey Christ, God's word, and die. Clear, isn't it? All right. But Jeremiah said, They shall not deliver thee. Obey, I beseech thee, the voice of the Lord, which I speak unto thee, so it shall be well unto thee, and thy soul shall live. But if thou refusest to go forth, this is the word that the Lord has shown me. If you refuse, to go forward, to do God's word. Here's the question. And behold all the women that are left in in the king of Judah house shall be brought forth to the king of Babylon's princes, and those women shall say, Thy friends have set thee on and have prevailed against us. Thy friends have set thee on and have prevailed against us against thee. They feel their feet are sunk 
in the mire, and they are turning them they're back away. Oh, how clear is that? So they shall bring out all the wives and thy children of the Chaldeans. Thou shalt not escape out of their hand, but shalt be taken by the hands of the king of Babylon. Thou shalt cause the city to be burned with fire. Obey and deal, disobey and die. All right. In his folly, Zedekiah feared man more than God. He told Jeremiah that he feared the Jews who had had defected to to the Babylonians, and they would hand him over to those who opposed him. Uh, Zedekiah did not have a relationship with God, therefore he had an unqualified, he had a, let me refocus that now. Zedekiah did not have a relationship with God. Therefore, he had no spiritual guidance. Get your relationship with God, a connection with God, a day-to-day Bible study, day-to-day reading, a day-to-day prayer. Build that relationship so that you can communicate with God. Those who, okay, Zedekiah did not have a relationship with God. We repeat that a third time. Therefore, he had no spiritual guidance. Leaders like him are a danger to those and to those they lead. Jeremiah tried to assist and assure Zedekiah that his fear was unfounded. All he had to do was obey the Lord and things would go well with him. Do you understand it? For you and I. All you have to do is obey God and things will go well. He didn't say you're going to have on no better roses and everything going to be all purple, 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 hokey-dokey, as they say. You're going to have some ups and downs, but God going to sustain you. You may go through some rough times, but God going to sustain you. You may not be, see the road clear at times, but God going to open up the way so you can see. God was giving Zedekiah one last chance to repent and literally save his physical life. But he refused it. How about that? When God reaches out to you with an open hand, what do you do? Do you refuse it? Do you knock it away? You knock it away at your own peril. God was giving Zedekiah one last chance to repent and literally save his physical life, but he uh, refused it. Jeremiah went wanted that if he refused to surrender, because of fear, then he would surely suffer the very ridicule and humiliation he was desperately trying to avoid. The woman the woman of his palace, his royal harman, would ridicule him before Babylonians for trusting the counsel his advisor who had misled him while pretending to be his close friend. Verses 21 and 22. Look at that. But you refuse to surrender. This is what the Lord has revealed to me. Doom. Doom. That's what he has revealed. He would also be captured and the city would be burned and um, destruction. Zedekiah trusted his own instinct more than he trusted God and refused to submit to the word of God. How about you today, on this day? 
Who are you trusting? Are you trusting in God's word? In every decision, trusting God's word is the best option, even if it involves an uncertain outcome. Obedience to God is always the best path through through a difficult situation. It says, received a clear personal word from the Lord, but refused to obey it because he doubted, because he doubted, because he doubted God's word. Jeremiah obeyed the word of the Lord despite the consequences and reaped the benefits being in God's will. It's got to be in God's will is what God wants. How do you know what God's will is? It's in his word. It's in the Bible. Right there in front of you. Why do you think Zedekiah refused to take Jeremiah's counsel? Huh? Think about that yourself. Think about that personally. Why do you refuse God's word? What is it that makes you doubt God's word? Number one, if you don't have a relationship with him, you'll doubt his word. Number two, if you follow everything the world say do, you'll doubt God's word. But the bottom line is this. Obey God's word and live. Disobey God's word and death and destruction is your answer. Zedekiah was curious enough to seek God's counsel but foolish enough to ignore yet identified a time of your life when you ignored God's counsel. What was the consequences? What was the consequences when you ignored God's counsel? Bear with us. We are a little bit weary. We are um, in the early morning hours. Um, we are bringing forth the word as God has given us. We hope that we are um, uh, understanding, that you're understanding our words, even though we speak in a weary state. God's will be done. All right. Every believer has the responsibility to speak God's truth with love to those who seek advice and even to those who do not. A courageous commitment to truth involves accepting the possibility of difficult consequences that result from personal conviction. Are you prepared and willing to suffer for bodily, suffer for bodily, for boldly speaking the word of God? Are you willing to suffer physically? Are willing to suffer for boldly speaking the words of God? Are you? Many Christians imagine that the only people who need the word of God are lost sinners. That's not true. We all need the word of God. All of God's words in the Bible is beneficial for the edification of God, of the Holy Church, of God's body, of the church. Everybody needs it. Within the church, there's still an urgent need for Jeremiah's who would challenge doctrinal error and make a stand against immorality and other sins. Are you willing to do that? Do Does your church have courageous leaders who are willing to confront, confront compromise, and sin even when others silently go along with it? Are you one of those that will fight? 
Are you one of those that will roll over? Which one are you? You know. Only you know. God already knows. And he maybe have revealed it to you. All right. You cannot change God's word to make it unoffensive to people. Look at that. Like Jeremiah, you must speak with God what you must speak when God tells you to speak boldly, clearly, and lovingly, even if the advice is unsolicited. That means even if it's not asked for, you still speak the truth of God's word to all. Then be sure you practice what you preach. You do what is right as well. Don't speak one thing and you do something else. There is a slap to me that I teach and preach God's word. Make sure, I must make sure, henceforth, that I do as I am teaching. Make my words into action. So obeying God. Don't say one thing and do another, okay? Zezekiah liked your humility and, 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 and courage to take God at his word and act as Jeremiah's advice. Look at that. Zezekiah. Look at that. Lack the humility. How about you? Oh, you have so much pride you can't be humble. Too much pride. God don't like a pride for lips and pride for eyes and pride for haughty lips. God don't like that. He wants you to be humble. Be willing to listen to people. Don't shut everybody out. When you feel conflicted about how to take a, how to face a challenge situation, stand on whatever truth you know from God's word. Obey God. Leave the consequences to him. Next week's lesson. The lesson topic for Sunday, May the 23rd, 2021 is take responsibility. How about that? Take responsibility. Be responsible for what you say. Know God's word. Study God's word. Build every relationship with him. Take responsibility. Devotional reading comes from Psalms 147. The background of scripture, Ezekiel 18, and the printed text, Ezekiel 18, verses 1 through 9 and 30 through 32. Don't forget about the reading the daily lessons uh, in the week to come. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Follow those home daily readings. Our closing prayer. Gracious God, thank you for those who boldly declare your word to us. Give us receptive, obedient hearts so that our lives will bless. Our lives will bless. In other words, just by living a life upright and Christ-like, just by living that life, others seeing you how you live will be blessed from just seeing how you live. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are sorry for the um, uh, kind of a weary sound in our voice and because we are weary, but God is still good. And uh, we thank you all on behalf of all of us here at Antioch, um, Antioch No. 1 Baptist Church here in Tom Spring. We thank you. Uh, the time right now, it's about 7.30 in the morning. And uh, to make sure that you attend 
um, the service over at uh, uh, Lily Baptist, uh, Pastor Oliver's our sister church over there in Frisco City. On behalf of all of us here at the House of Blessing Gospel Radio, located at 231 6th Avenue in Beatrice, Alabama, God bless you. Um, we also extend blessing to Ms. Shatanda Howard and Ms. Uh, Ernestine Howard, who will be doing the Sunday School lesson in the weeks to come, as well as I will continue to do it as well. Um, we hope that we will work out the kinks to Ms. Ernestine Howard's platform on uh, uh, iCloud, and uh, we will be looking forward to the platform which Ms. Howard will use to do the Sunday School. Anyway, God bless you. Take care. And we will be talking to you next Sunday, God willing. Take care now. Be blessed.